Episode 69 is here, everyone, and I was honored to be joined by the CEO of Biome Health, Afif Ganoum. And Biome is an innovative leader in the gut health arena, uh, probiotics, and uh, was really, really insightful information that he provided us, talking about the gut, talking about the inner workings of the gut, all the different things that are happening, what sets his company apart. And uh, there's still so much to learn in this area. Uh, this is an evolving area within, I guess, the medical field or health and wellness. And uh, Biome Health is clearly one of the leaders in this entire field between the products and services that they provide. So without further ado, please sit back, relax, and welcome the one and only Afif Ganu. The Optimal Life. Two years ago? Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so we're over, we're all over here, like down the road of Moreland Hills. Oh, you are? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's yeah. right. I forgot that you they were, moved here. She, yeah. She's told me that before. Yeah. You know Lookabout Lodge? Uh, I'm not familiar. So no. it's like right before you hit Chagrin River Road, mm-hmm. there's a giant like entry into the Metro Parks. Okay. Across the streets, this development, you wouldn't get it unnoticed unless you're looking for it. Nice. Yeah. So you went to law school here, huh? Case Western, undergrad, and law school. Nice. I went to Cleveland State oh, for law school. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Good experience. Well, so what kind of sport agent? Uh, I went right into the NFL sports uh, sports agency business after law school. Uh, wasn't really focused on taking the bar. Didn't really care about yeah. it. I was focused on getting ready for the NFL PA exam and wow. recruiting players. I was with another guy locally here, Andy Sims, who's got a sports agency. Uh, he actually recently sold it to Young Money, which is owned by Little Wayne. Wow. So they've, they've grown um, but joined him when I was in law school. So that's all I cared about. Right. You know, I was like, I'm not going to practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to do this. And that was my main focus, at least for those first few years. And then I took the bar. I, I really buckled down and took the bar. Yeah. Made it count. Uh, but I've never practiced. Huh. Whereas you, I'll, you did practice for a little while. Yeah, correct? I was at Square Sanders and then Baker Hosteller. Mm-hmm. How was that? It was good. You know, look, big law. I liked it because it's baptism by fire. Mm. It's intense, you know, but, you know, it, there's nothing quite as helpful as being able to say, look, I was at these two places, you know, it opens a lot of doors. Was so it I, was it big big time hours, like coming uh, right out of school, like just working you like a dog? Around the clock. Really? And I, and I wasn't even, like, the most intense. Uh-huh. Like they're, you know, they're truly. <laughs> Different levels of that. Yeah, yeah you're, you're building, like minimum 2,000 hours a year. And when you say billing, mm-hmm. it's like billing eight hours a day. So to bill an hour, you're not there an hour. True. Day. So True. Because you're not working 100%. No, 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 no. Yeah, so your value adds not 100%. Right. Like minimum 12 hours. Really? Like to bill eight hours, you got to work an extra like 33. Well, and typically you're not just billing 50%. eight hours, Right. So like we had deals where we were billing 18 hours, like literally. Wow. That was not all the time, but we had deals like when uh, uh, we helped buy up a whole bunch of amusement parks. That was literally around the clock for weeks. Wow. You know, you're. So, so that Square Center's in Key Tower, and there's the Marriott right there. So mm-hmm. it was literally at one point when the deal was trying to get done, you know, people are sleeping in the hotel. We go wake them up. They go work, and we're you know what I mean. Like it's that. Oh shit! Yeah, that intense. Like wow. they're whispering me close at work. Yeah. Oh come on, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now again, wow. it's not all the time. And so like, my wife's a partner at Baker Hostetler, and you know there there are peaks and valleys. But anytime you're at a big law firm, a lot of work. Tremendous introduction to the real world. I mean, oh, regardless it was literally of what... my. I had internships, but it was my first job. Like some people go to law school after you know working a few years. Mm-hmm. And for me, my first real time job was highly intense. But what was cool was like you're obviously in the sports world. So Fred Nance was managing partner. Sure, yeah. The Cleveland office, and when my summer was the first summer that LeBron was represented by the firm when he was still in high school. Ah, uh, okay. so like. You know, they were just cool experiences like LeBron James. And at the time, you know, now it's easy to look back and be like, oh, my God, it's amazing. But at the time, he was a high school phenom. But, like, I went to Hudson High, and I remember my buddy's younger brothers were playing against him. And I'm like, those guys are boobs. So, 
he, he's awesome, but who knows? You know what right. I mean? What is he going to ultimately be? Versus Carl Malone? Or is it going to be another Darius Miles coming out of high school? Exactly. One of those so, kind of guys. You know, sure. but, like, man, from day one, especially Fred Nance, but the entire firm really believed in him. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was Little did we know he'd be one of the top yeah, yeah, yeah. of all time. I yeah. mean, not even. But that was cool being in a firm awesome. like that, that there were just insane. Just insane things we get exposed. Big to. names, different yeah, things. Yeah, even Fred sure. Dance, like that guy. Fred was huge. Yeah, if you can huge. get, if you can get him on the show, like he's. Yeah, I've actually met him a few times. I uh, when I was in law school, or either going into law school, I can't remember. I re- interviewed with his wife, who was in Jack. charge of the Cleveland Browns Foundation, yeah. something with yeah. the Cleveland Browns Foundation, and I went into the interview completely unprepared. Yeah. Had no idea, did no research on the Cleveland Browns Foundation, and she asked me that million-dollar question. So why the Cleveland Browns right. Foundation? And that was a big eye-opening learning moment for myself because I just fumbled. I just, I started giving some generic bullshit, like like I like the Browns. I didn't know what right, this right. – you know what I mean? And uh, she even said to me, listen, you couldn't answer that question. She said this to me right there on the spot. I was like 20-something, young right. 20. And, uh, and she said – I can't. I can't offer you the position, right? But I can tell you why. So, so let me tell you what kind of a guy Fred Nance is, right? And, and keep in mind, this guy was one of the people in consideration with Roger Goodell to become NFL commissioner. You know, That's represents right. LeBron, represents all sorts of ultra high um, profile people. Anything in Cleveland, like he was responsible for getting the Browns back. This guy's a big deal. Like when you be around him, serious presence and. You know, you're especially in a law firm, let alone the city. The law firm's like hundreds of people, right? So I'm a first year attorney, different department than corporate, and uh, you know, he he knew everybody's name to this day. If I run into him, he'll be like, hi, Fifi. You know, no kidding. Really, yeah. So my first year, I was engaged, and I was going to get you know married the following summer. And my 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 dad's family's from Lebanon, so we're trying to get my uh, grandma to be able to come over for the wedding. We were having a problem getting her a visa, right? So this is like 2006-ish. So I, I really didn't know what to do. So I said to my dad, look, look let me ask Fred Nance, like, who should I write a letter to or something? Because he, he, he'll he at least know, right? Mm-hmm. So walk down stairs, like a couple floors, like, again, not even on the same floor type thing, right? And go into his office, and he's sitting there, and I say, hi, hey, you know, I always say, and this is just the way I was right, Mr. Nancy would be like, please call me Fred. You know, he's like very, uh-huh. you know. So I start going into it, and he's sitting there looking at it. As soon as I start thinking, I'm thinking, like, this is just a bad, like, I always yeah, it's, it's like, oh, like, shit, I shouldn't have gone there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I tell him, you know, oh, my God, my God. He's like, okay, well, let me think about it. I'm like, okay. So I walk out, and I'm thinking, I may have just, like, really shot myself in the foot. Sure. So yeah, yeah. next morning, I go in, and I'm thinking, you know, he's polite. He's not going to be rude to me, but I'll probably hear him. Right. Next morning, there's a voicemail on my office phone, and it's I answer it, and it's some random number, and it's like, "Hi, this is Senator George Voinovich, my friend Fred Nance, and you're having a visa issue. If you give our office a call, like we'll try and get it figured." Next morning. The next morning. Wow. So, um, wow. I was just like blown away. Wow. This guy, you know, for someone that yeah, I'm in the firm, but like, look. You know, people come and go at firms like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Like, it's yeah, just a yeah. big machine, right? Sure. And this guy had nothing to gain from me, like nothing. And he's calling a U.S. senator. Yeah. You know. Wow. And, that speaks know, volumes that, about him. Yeah. Who and he this is. is a guy, like, yeah. years later, we saw him again. Like, my wife's now, like, manager, uh, not manager, but a hiring partner at Baker Hostetler. Like, you know, she's been in for herself. Like, I've been around uh, a while now. Like, this is years later, right? And we see him at the opening of Baker's new offices. And my dad and I were both, like, really not the world to us. You know, he was kind of, he, yeah. he was, you could tell he was like, wow, you know, you don't realize how things you do. The impact he and, had. Yeah. Cause it ultimately led to your father being able to come in. My, my, my grandma. Or your, uh, your yeah. family. Yeah. 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 Wow. You know, it was just, it was that I've never forgotten that. Cause that this is, is a guy crazy. that does not, you know, he doesn't need to do something. Like sure. That. Of course. Yeah. And I honestly, I didn't expect that. I expected like, yeah, you know, call like, you know, Marsha Fudge's office, something like that. Right. You know? like, right. So, that's yeah. really impressive. That's you know you don't get to that level without having that those kind of morals and values. I mean you can, but there's so many guys at that level, and he's got the charisma, the charm. Oh, super smart, knows how to connect to people. 
you know, he's got it all. And for him to do that for you, that just speaks to who he is. Yeah. And obviously the type of culture that you guys had at the firm. I mean, it's a, it starts from top down. So the yeah. culture had to be very solid. Yeah. Super solid. Really hardworking place. Like, Oh, yeah, I'm never, sure. And the expectations were no joke. But yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, you're the second person in the second podcast episode in a row of a, a former attorney oh, really? turning entrepreneur. I just had on Charlie Eisenstadt. He owns Port Cleveland downtown, the, the coffee shop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Went to Cleveland Marshall, went out to Washington for to do a tax LLM, moved to Chicago, was doing the, the corporate stuff, hated it. Right. And ultimately took the plunge five years ago and, and opened up the coffee shop. Hasn't looked back. Um, so this is a kind of a piggyback off of that, man. Uh, you did something similar, correct? Yeah. So, you know, I'm doing corporate law and my dad is, at, you know, can we take a step, step back? Tell you a little bit. About Wherever you want. Sure, right? please. So uh, I grew up in Kuwait. Right. And so we were, I was born in 1980. We were there in like 1980. And my mom's English. My dad's Lebanese, right? They, they. My mom never left England, follows my dad to Kuwait, and I'm literally 11 years old, and we're on vacation in England visiting my mom's family, and Kuwait gets invaded. So overnight, we lose, like, our entire everything, right? So, um, you know, we escaped Kuwait, ended up as refugees here, and, you know, it's funny, because I'm now the age that my parents were when all this happened, Mm -hmm. and so I really kind of saw that sometimes you just have to like not look back and just put it all on the line and just go for it. And my dad just took a whim, went to a conference in DC and he ended up getting a job offer at UCLA. So we went to LA and um, he's, he's published over 400 papers, been said like 20,000 times in the literature. And uh, what, what I saw when I was a young lawyer, he ended up at Kiss Western School of Medicine was that, you know, he, he was starting to have some serious inventions, right? And people were getting interested about forming companies around his inventions. And I was, oh, it's pretty cool. And he was super excited because of science, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget because I was a young lawyer at corporate law. So, you know, you're, you're dealing with equity and all this stuff all day, every day, right? So do I ask him, like, oh, well, it's your invention. So what, what kind of equity do you have? Oh, I have like 1%. Like, what? That's amazing. You know what I mean? I thought he must be wrong, right? No, he had like 1% of the company based around his patent and I saw these guys just kind of steamroll him and I was just like, why are, you know, as a lawyer, you, you help other people reach their goals, right? Forming businesses, selling business, all these things. I'm like, why am I doing this for other people? Like we should really do it for ourselves. Right. So in 2010, I left law. We started a company called Oasis and we bought uh, a brand called uh, Oasis Drymo. So that's like an oral care, oral care line that we basically turned from, you know, kind of a regional brand to like a national brand mm-hmm. and actually introduced a bunch of different products. We ended up selling products about 25,000 stores. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's um, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we licensed one technology to uh, a global pharma company for a product that's now sold in 100,000 stores. So No kidding. Yeah. So we, our yin and yang was basically like, He's a scientist, you know, and I would try and take that science and commercialize it. And so we've gone. From, Did you get any better percentage on those contracts? Were you able to get back on any of those, the one percenters? No, no, those were already done. That ship is sailing. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, we formed a you know a couple of different companies. One's Oasis, one's Biome, and uh, you know we we really are good at I think finding gaps in innovation in the consumer health market and bringing sort of academic science into those markets. So with Biome, that's like our microbiome company. We make probiotics, we do like at home, like 23 me style gut tests. You know, my dad had done a clinical trial on the microbiome of Crohn's patients. And he found that bacteria and fungi were causing like these big issues for people. And hundreds and hundreds of people were reaching out asking, like, well, what is fungi in the gut? And, like, how do I know what's going on? And, you know, it's, we looked around, like, wow, there's really no easy way for people to see both bacteria and fungus in the gut, which they were getting into the weeds. But, um, no, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's yes. fascinating stuff that you guys are doing. Yeah. yeah. So, so we ended up launching, you know, Biome as a probiotic and testing company. And so that's, uh, we're a couple of years old. And, 
sell direct to consumer, do it all. Yeah. But you guys are the only probiotic currently that is focusing on both. It's a dual approach. He, correct. That bacteria and fungus. So, so taking a step back, everybody's heard about good bacteria. Right? Everything, right. right. Yeah. Everything's bacteria, bacteria, bacteria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yogurts with bacteria and all that thing. So the way to think about it is that back, when you say probiotic, Probiotic is basically good organism, right? So bacteria isn't the only organism in our bodies. Uh, there's bacteria, there's fungi, there's actually, actually even viruses, right? Viruses we, we know less about, but they do exist in the body. Um, what we saw was that because fungi is very difficult to work with, and it's less understood than bacteria, that everybody had just focused on bacteria. So we said, oh, that's kind of interesting. Seems like an opportunity. And uh, it, makes, it makes sense because... There's a lot of parallels people see, like uh, a lot of women, if they take antibiotics, wind up having like yeast infections. And yeast is fungi. Okay. So you're basically killing all the bacteria. You're allowing this other community of, of organisms, fungi, to go nuts. There's nothing controlling it, right? And you can do the reverse. You can, you know, really uh, get rid of fungi and bacteria will go, right? So you really need to be balancing both. Um, and nobody else is looking at the fungi. I mean, most people are looking just at the bacteria. I get a probiotic off the shelf right. from Target, for example. 99.9999% chance it's just bacteria. And if it, it does have fungi, it's not been designed to balance both. Do, do you see what I'm saying? So right. When we created it, we were purposely saying, okay, well, what if, which of these bacterial fungal organisms can balance what are called pathogenic organisms, so like bad bacteria, bad fungi? And um, we found a combination of... Um, so they kind of neutralize when you say exactly, balance? Exactly. Okay. So if you think about it in your gut, it's like, uh, think of the ocean, right? You wouldn't want to be in a sh pool with, with a shark, right? But a shark is a very important part of the ecosystem. Like if you get rid of all the sharks, you'll have all these other smaller fish and, and marine life go nuts. So you really need the good guys, you need the bad guys, and they, they keep simpatico, right? Exact same thing in the gut. In fact, you need bad organisms in your gut. You just hmm. need them at certain levels. Sure. Right? So, what do the bad organisms do? They're, they're... They can do a lot of different things. So, it, it really depends. Um, what, what we find is that it can do everything from cause like actual infection. So, you've probably heard of something called candida. That's a type of fungi. Everybody talks about candida syndrome. You know, there's a infection called candidiasis. So usually you're pretty sick. If that's going to have cancer yeah. or like maybe like a anybody who's immunocompromised, elderly babies, right? So if that gets out of control, the problem with bad fungi is that it can really spiral out of control, mm -hmm. right? So it can cause infection. You know, and we're finding every day more and more what the microbiome is connected to, but everything from you know. There's a gut-brain axis to obviously digestive issues. Um, and what we found is we still don't understand the mechanism of why this happens, but what we do know is that the more diverse the gut is, the better, right? So you don't want too much of anything, even good, right? Mm -hmm. You really do want to balance. They, I've heard that the gut it plays like an emotional role in the human body. You've got two brains almost. You've got your brain in your intestine area, your brain in your head, of second course. Brain, right? It's like the second brain, right? Yeah, so there's – I'm not – in fact, we launched a plug, a podcast called The Microbiome Report. Okay. And that's because there is so there are so many studies coming out, like almost daily, showing connections between, you know, microbiome and autism, microbiome and, and like sure. you said, depression. Sure. Like there's even interesting data now showing that while stress and your emotions can impact your microbiome, there's also data showing that your microbiome might actually impact your stress and your emotions. Right? Sure, so sure. It's like a two I get that. Channel, Again, right? it's, they all they play off of each other, just like the right. bacteria and fungi play off. Of it, each it, other. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's you know our view, and again, like my father's literally the scientist that named the microbiome, the fungal community in the body. You know, our view is that we're in microbiome research where cancer was in like the 40s. It used to be like back in the day if someone died when they were old, it was, oh, they died of old age, right? Right. What we didn't realize was, you know, that was likely cancer, right? If you get old enough, everybody gets cancer, right? So what we're still trying to figure out is other than just blasting the body with like chemo, like how do we, you know, we're still trying to figure out how to really control cancer, right? So that's what, 80 years, give or take, probably longer. Microbiome, I think, is like at, that early stages, like we, we now know it's an issue and we now know it's positive and it can also in 
impact us negatively, next hundred years we'll be figuring out like what that relationship. And you guys are constantly studying, constantly. Evolving. Yeah, so we're doing everything from uh, clinical trials to we're actually doing a clinical trial. This is one of the cool things about what we do is so we have the largest collection of microbiome data across bacteria and fungi in the country. What we started to do is analyze that data set to see like do we see any interesting correlations, right? So what we found was, for example, that. We had people who either had autism or children with autism that were getting tested. And we found a like, kind of interesting correlation when we're looking at the analysis, right? So we actually now will be doing in the next couple of months uh, clinical trials specifically on people with autism to analyze their microbiome. Interesting. And, yeah, and then we'll be analyzing that data. So, you know, because one of the things we're able to do because we have millions of data points is we can recruit people onto the platform very quickly. And um, we can have data in months, whereas a lot of clinical trials take years, right? Sure, sure. What are some of the products that you guys offer? So we have a, a, a we have both tests and we have uh, probiotics and kind of supplements. So on the testing side, we have two. One is called the Biome Gut Report, where you can test not just the bacteria and the fungi in your gut, but then we actually have nutritionists that are trained on the microbiome who then help you understand like what to do with your results, right? Really. Because yeah, so like, wow. think about it this way. If you do 23andMe, you know, it says you're, you know, 80% Irish. You're like, okay, it's kind of the utility, right? Like, I know a little bit about my ancestry. Now, if you test your gut and I tell you, you have overgrowth of bacteroides, that doesn't really mean anything to you, right? Most people don't really care about that. They want to know, like, okay, well, what do I do with this, right? Sure. Maybe they're dealing with a digestive issue. Maybe, you know, it's like Kyle Fish, uh, uh, Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cal Kingsbury, we were just talking about, um, this is an elite former UFC fighter, right? He's doing everything right. Still has digestive issues. Well, what's his issue? He's probably over-exercising, right? So he doesn't, he's looking for any little optimal edge, right? So we have the range. So um, with the test, you know, you, you can figure out what's going on in your gut, but then we actually show you how to optimize your diet lifestyle and then you know if there are supplements that make sense that's fantastic how does that work does somebody come to, to the client or the client comes no it's it's like a literally like 23 and me is the best way to think about it like we, we send you a kit at home it's a kit you take a sample send, send it back, it back. To the lab. right no kidding yeah yeah wow everyone should do that i mean literally everybody we, we literally have thousands of people i gotta do that it. man because my you gut's always all I, I i take probiotics all the time i haven't tried yours yet I, and I, I guarantee I'm not taking it's not killing the fungi. It was funny. As, whatever I'm taking. <laughs> as I was driving here, I was listening to your interview with Florio. Uh-huh. And you were like, oh, he brought all sorts of samples. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, we had a little fun. We actually had the video set up, so yeah, it's on yeah, YouTube yeah, and everything. Yeah. So um, but next time I'll Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I've always been ever since I started taking probiotic a couple of years back, life changing. And again, I'm probably not taking the greatest thing that there is. But it was enough to change my gut i mean i was always feeling bloated and then it does it messes with you you feel bad you feel un- unhappy yeah stressed so, out so it's, it's strange probiotics are we think going to be like the next multivitamin it, it, it really because if you think about it it's it's like brushing your teeth you don't brush your teeth once you're like i did that this month maybe i'll do it again next month you do it literally every day Why? right because you know compare your mouth to like your skin if you have like a cut on your skin maybe you put a bandage Pretty easy to keep it dry. Nothing's really coming into contact with your mouth. You're drinking, you're eating, you know, there are germs literally you're breathing in. Right. There's a lot going on Mm -hmm. in your oral cavity, right? So you need to brush your teeth every day to maintain it, even if you have good oral care, right? Gut is exactly the same way. Constantly getting challenged by your lifestyle. So like things like stress, the way you sleep can impact your microbiome. Obviously food, alcohol can have a big impact. So... What a probiotic does is kind of just help you layer in. What we think is actually going to end up being more important probiotics are prebiotics. Do you know what that is? Prebiotic. No, I yeah, don't. So, so think of prebiotics as gut fertilizer. Basically, um, it's usually dietary fiber that's essentially food for, for probiotics. So it really kind of sets your gut up for a foundation for being able to you know really grow the probiotics. So you take the pre first? Yeah, or with. Or supplement so, it with the... Right. So typically what we'll do is, you know, people will use a prebiotic and they'll use a probiotic. And that way, you know, you're kind of putting, the way I put it, you're probiotics on steroids. It's, it, it's like uh, 
literally like good topsoil. Is it all in pill form, the probiotics? So we have capsules, but uh, we also have like super greens powders. Where you have powders like, too? Yeah, yeah. Because some people, some people are capsule people. Like I, I don't mind taking a capsule. Yeah, same with I'm me. I'm not really so a I shake take. person. Yeah. But, you know, 90% of people. Is it true though that if you digest it in a liquid form, there's a better chance you're getting more of the ingredients, for lack of a better word, in the system versus digesting it in a pill form? That's... It depends on the capsule itself. So, for example, especially with probiotics, they're literally live organisms, right? So, one of the problems is if you're, you know, obviously there's acid in our stomachs, right? Mm -hmm. Like gastric acid, it can kill the probiotics. So, a big problem is even if you're taking a probiotic, a lot of times they're not live by the time they get to your gut. Really? Yeah, that's a big problem. So, that's. I don't think many people know that. Yeah, yeah. So, literally, they're alive. So if they're dead, they're not going to be able to do it's anything. It's just taking a it's taking a neutral pill. It's doing nothing. It's a doing dummy pill, zero, basically. Yeah. Right. So we'll, so for example, you can you can protect it two ways. One, well, really three ways. There are some probiotic strains that they're very hardy. They'll survive, right? Otherwise, you need a capsule that's like a delay release capsule, so it gets through your system and it opens up in your gut. What we do is because we have people that just like to open the capsule, they'll mix it into yogurt. So if the capsules protecting it it's not going to do anything if they open it right so we actually coat the probiotic powder itself really yeah wow i i assume that this is like revolutionary stuff that you guys do so so there are that's called like an enteric coating like there are some people doing that but very rarely in probiotics so yeah it's it's funny that it's a big advantage but it's also a challenge because like you have to set up a supply chain not everybody can do that so um so yeah, what do you see for uh, for the future of, of your business, particularly? Are you going to stay in this probiotics specifically, or does it continue to expand based upon testing and all those other things? I think I'm a big believer in sticking to your knitting, right, or whatever the saying is. Sounds good for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right, right, right. Stay in your niche and yeah, stay, stay in, in your lane. lane. Yeah, right. So like we understand germs, we understand like controlling germs, like oral care products and encouraging good germs, right? So I, uh, it would be very tempting to try and say, well, we should do all sorts of wellness stuff. I think for us, probiotics is such a hot area that it really makes it, there's a lot of innovation to do in this area. It sounds like there's still so much potential, yeah, right? Like yeah, untapped potential. Yeah, there's a, in, you know, we're direct to consumer right now, so we sell like through our own website. You know, we're looking at, like one of the things we've been doing, so we sell our own brand. We actually have other big brands that license our testing, and so they have their own gut. So like our tests. So like, uh, you ever heard of like Dr. Josh Axe or like um, this, this guy is a phenomenon. He's I think considered the the number one health advice source on the internet outside like WebMD. Really? Yeah, he has like twenty million. How does he spell his last name? A C K A X E A X E. No, I've yeah, never so seen he, him. Wow. It, it's really amazing. He huh. started this company called Ancient Nutrition. That sounds familiar. Yeah, they're a big yeah. brand. There is a hundred million dollars for a supplement company, which is amazing. Right? Mm -hmm. So you know, we looked at it and we're like, well, we should really, you know, we have like a really cool kind of technology. We should really try to partner with companies like these guys and bring our innovation. So like, they have Ancient Nutrition as a gut test powered by Biome. Um, so we're rolling out a bunch of partnerships. That's awesome. That. Yeah. Are you are you on shelves anywhere, or is it all direct to consumer? All direct to consumer. So I told you earlier, like we sold products in like twenty five thousand stores. So right. literally from Walmart to Target to CVS down to Discount Drug Mart here in Ohio, we've sold all across retail. Retail is extremely tough game, right? So it's expensive to get in. Like you know. We joke that getting on shelves not the hard part. It's getting off. Getting shelf, off of it, yeah. Right, and you'll get off one of two ways. They'll pull your product, or you, or a consumer buys it, right? And so if they pull your product, they want their money back. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's so, on consignment, basically. Yeah, it's literally almost yeah. on consignment. Like people don't realize that. Right? Sure. So, um, it's very risky. Like we have this other product, Halo. Um, so it's this thing. It's like a oral spray mm. kills uh, you know germs in your mouth. That our first shipment, we did, we had no idea if it would work. Our first shipment out the door to retailers was six hundred thousand units. Get out of town. Six hundred thousand units, right? So it was like five million dollars worth of POs. 
Holy and, shit. Yeah. So made all here in Aurora. Um, and huge risk, right? So we've done that. You know, we still own that company. But with Biome, I, first people I talked to was CVS because I know a lot of these buyers. I was going to say you have the relationships. Now. Yeah. So I went and, you know, the vibe I got was that, like, they were willing to give it a try. But the problem is that's not good enough to get it off the shelf. So we said, look, let's try direct to consumer. We'd have started to have some success with e-com and way, way easier to control. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where do you guys ship from all here in Ohio? So we did ship out of downtown Cleveland in our mm-hmm. offices, but we just moved. Uh, do you know, uh, do you know Lobov? No, I should introduce you to Christina. Uh, she's unbelievable. So she's, uh, there's a lot of this activity in Cleveland. A lot of people don't talk about it. To her, but she started this thing called uh, Low Buff that's basically like protein cakes, right? Like protein baking powder. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, if you're, you know, she was a bodybuilder. I've probably seen it on Instagram or something. I, I'm sure well, I've come she across is it. only on Instagram. She yeah. doesn't do any Facebook advertising, doesn't do it in that. It's, it, that is a big business. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, she had told me about this um, fulfillment center out of, I think, Kentucky. Uh, called Easy Post. So now everything goes out of there. So, oh, nice. nice. Yeah, we were shipping like 1,000 units a day. So now you have a third party doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. Yeah. Which which obviously frees you guys up to do the things that you really want to focus on. Yeah, again, it's like about staying in your lane. Like, yeah. am I going to master fulfillment or, you know, customer service, exactly. sorts of things? No, um, of course. So I think when you're getting going, like first year and a half we did, and we did fine. What about people that are trying to get into some kind of business, whether it's supplements, foods, whatever, whatever it is, clothing, t-shirts. Do you recommend starting off the e-commerce route based on what you're saying? Or do you recommend, how do they get into? So, so it's funny. I literally wrote a book. I don't even remember the title completely, but it was like how a guy with an idea, it was so cheesy, how a guy with an idea, you know, launched a product, sold millions of retail. I wrote that in 2015, just like e-book. Uh-huh. By the time I press publish it was basically obsolete because <laughs> like, I'm not even great. because it used to be like when we launched halo that product was just talk, talking about you really could only do it through retail like this is like 2012 you couldn't really advertise on facebook google yes yeah. but like it was expensive and we literally ran tv ads right and you had to be at retail and you can't you know half do it if you're running tv ads right so we spent three million dollars in tv ads in 10 weeks Wow. How expensive it is, right? Those TV ads today would be like a a fraction of that, like 1% of that. No, 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 no. They're still very expensive. Are they? Super expensive. But the problem is it used to be, you know, there used to be like 20 channels to advertise on. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was it. There's hundreds, right? So, so, you know, but now if I was launching today and I had an idea and we get approached all the time with people who have like awesome ideas. I would only do e-commerce. It, 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 again, take Christina at Lobov. She literally does zero Facebook ads. You know, I, I've been helping her with some stuff on email marketing, like, but she is fabulous at just Instagram. hammering it on Instagram. And this is like it. a big brand, like, like yeah, definitely in the millions, right? Like she, she's doing very well. Wow, and it it is all because she has a audience that loves her that she knows exactly like she's a you know i think former bodybuilder at this point and she's into fitness and she found that like getting protein in a tasty way was hard mm-hmm. so she figured out a solution and she makes it like she and her husband have like a little factory on the west side like really and she's just hammering income. instagram it's all marketing it's all branding yeah all organic instagram all organic yeah 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 like that i can't tell you how hard that is to do like, oh wow! Yeah, that's like I, you know, we spend millions in advertising in our business. We spend a lot of money. I, I would, I would do anything to get her engagement. It, it's very difficult, but it just shows you if you if you can do something on social media, if you can build an audience, like there are people who are definitely doing it. It's not easy. Sure, of course. The, the thing that's hard about social media is it, none of it's rocket science. Same with digital marketing in general, but it's all about consistency, right? You gotta do it like. Multiple times. It is. It is. It's a full-time job. Yeah. It really is. But you can literally start a business, Shopify account. 
I was going to ask you what what Shopify is the easy way to oh do it. Oh my god, yeah. it's an unbelievable platform. Mm-hmm. It, it can scale like I think Nike's on Shopify. Like, really? Yeah, yeah. So it can handle all the traffic you could throw at it. It has out of the box things like you know can handle subscriptions and you know it's basically turkey. I think initial things are like forty bucks a month or something. Nice. You know, so yeah. so there you go, folks. Check it out, Shopify. Yeah. Go get a website. Go get a URL and start hammering exactly. hammering the brand. Meet with people like you, like uh, what's her name from Little Buff? Yeah, Christina. Christina. Yeah. You know, just just working. Yeah, and then there's guys out. like I, who I think you, um, I, I or I introduced you to the Cleveland Crowd guys. You uh, you sent me a text message with those guys, Mac and Drew. Yeah, those dudes. Too. They seem like they have. I looked at their page. They seem like they're marketing pretty well and doing. Dude, they're well. killing it. They're, Are they're they? like. So they were in the craft, like Heinz Craft Incubator. Um, they're in Whole Foods, Target. Wow. These dudes make it all here in Cleveland. They have a factory downtown. Like one of them's like 6'10", the other's like 6'8". They're brothers. So are they doing any e-commerce or is it all retail? They do now? e-commerce, but they're a big thing. Like they're big as retail. Okay. Like, there are people who kill it with e-commerce with food, but it's it, it's a little trickier, especially something like, you know, literally artisanal sauerkraut. Sure, you know? sure. Um, that stuff you're going to get at the grocery store. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's like it's, it's so perfect for like a whole No doubt. Uh, how many employees do you guys have? Uh, we have 14. For, and what are the what are they all focuses? So everything. So we have like a couple thousand ambassadors that like are all over Instagram. Um, so we have a couple people that manage. What that. is it like an affiliate program? That yeah. You do? yeah okay. Program, yeah. So um, so we have that. We have like a couple of people on a finance team. I have a president who works with me. You know, she's a public company CFO. She's scaled a bunch of companies. Like that's the hardest part about this. Like to me, you know, everybody always talks. Oh, I have this great idea. Or oh. Idea is like half a percent of it. It, yeah. it really is about execution. <laughs> so so true. Yeah. So for me, like my sweet spot is I really love that sort of first six months to a year of the execution. The part that is is I find tough, but this is why you build a team is like the scaling part, right? Because you know then you're dealing with everything from it's not just about the idea. It's about you know are you going to raise capital? Are you how do you build out a team? What do you do when someone on you know your staff has a personal issue that they have to deal with, right? Like you're 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 dealing with that like every day, like not fun stuff. Sure, sure. Yeah, maintaining the business, right? Yeah, maintaining, growing the business. Yeah, right? growing the business, you know? maintaining, staying on top. I mean, yeah. The, the hard thing is now it's really difficult. Like you talked about your guy at Poor Coffee, right? It, it's doable in that kind of world to maybe like have. A location, maybe a couple of locations, and that's like the goal, right? Like, that's it. Yeah, you know, I would mean like this is it, right? Yeah. And obviously, I don't know what his plans are, but like that. I mean, you're, yeah, you're 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 you have a ceiling. I mean, when you have that kind of business, yeah, it, that's why he's getting into the roasting now and doing his own. Right. So you right, know, right. to try to. But like, it, you know, it's like Luna Bakery down the road. Right? Correct. They have two locations, they're actually killing it. Sure. I, I, you know, I I doubt they're trying to do a thousand locations across the country, and guess what? They don't need to because Cleveland Heights, Moreland Hills. There's a ceiling to the scale. There's not really a scale. But, but yeah. in what we're doing, you can't be a regional probiotic. You can't be a regional sauerkraut. Like you, you just won't make it, right? Like you need to do things on a national level. That's where it gets tricky. Because mm-hmm. then you're dealing with national problems, right? You're dealing with thousands of customers across, you know, the country. And some woman in Iowa who's pissed because That's she got thing, two yeah. prebiotics instead of a probiotic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and things. that shit happens, right? You got to deal yeah. with those those issues. It's just yeah, and, part and of the then game. Amazon's put you know the pressure on everyone to have like you know even if there's no mistake with the order and someone wants to return it. You know what I mean? Like that's what people expect now: free shipping, all these things. So you're everybody's held to Zappos, Amazon, these kind of like customer service levels, right? Right. So from day one. So is Biome on Amazon or is it strictly? We are on Amazon. You are? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did that because some people just would send what are like, basically there's a way on um, a website. If someone leaves, they're they're about to buy and they leave. It's called an abandoned cart, right? You can send them emails. Be like, hey, you forgot Yeah, you forgot. I get those all the time. You probably get everybody's right? So we would get people responding and go, oh, no, no, I bought it. I just bought it on Amazon. And, And other people were selling it. So they would buy it on sale from us and sell on Amazon. We're like, why are we losing <laughs> That's... to these tools, right? Wow. So we just said, well, let's do it. It's, it is shocking how much traffic you get. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's huge. It's so yeah. easy, man. Yeah, why Amazon's so like easy? A, the Google of product search. So something like it 70% is. of searches involving a product start on Amazon. You know what? I have an account like 
millions and millions of other people. It's so much easier just going in and one clicking a, a biome on, on Amazon than it is going to well, Biome's website and you know, for the average consumer. Most people have never heard of Biome, right? And maybe they're intrigued. They know if something doesn't go right, Amazon will take care of it. Going to take care of it. Is a Ganoom in Cleveland, Ohio, at, you know, behind some Shopify sure. site going to make sure they You will, but they don't know that. They don't know that. Exactly. Right? So, like, Amazon just has this insane trust factor. Uh, I was fascinated. You were on the with those guys at Onnit. So, what's the relationship like? Are you guys doing some work together? Whatever you can yeah, talk about. Yeah, yeah. So, for I don't know if people know Onnit, this really, really interesting, like I would call it an extreme fitness supplement brand. So, it's founded by Aubrey Marcus and Joe Rogan, which you know you're like the Joe Rogan or Cleveland. <laughs> that's a very big compliment. So thank you. Well, that guy, is, that. that guy is a machine. He's a machine. And that's, he was the, he was the one that I was always watching his podcast yeah. and listening to when you asked me before we went on air, how did, and I told you I was thinking about yeah, doing yeah, this for yeah, two yeah, years. Yeah. He was the guy that wanted, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Inspired like, me to do yeah, it. Yeah. Like the, he's, he's, awesome. he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, through our private, so we, we have private equity financing. So through our private equity firm, I was at a party for Aubrey Marcus's book launch, and he's really was that the own the day, own the day, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So they I were went, marketing the hell out of that. So yeah, yeah. So I was at like the launch party uh, in New York for that, and I got to meet Aubrey, and I was like, "Look, I could buy him super hot, you know, especially with athletes. Let's figure something out." So I uh, said, "Let's do it." So literally, I'm not joking. I met him like. It was like end of April by like May 6th. It was May 7th because it was my dad's birthday. My dad and I both went down there. Uh-huh. We're at Onnit HQ in Austin. That place looks fucking awesome too. Oh, dude. So <laughs> it is, it is <laughs> like a compound. Is, yeah, it looks... So, so you go up and... So again, there's some background. So Aubrey Marcus is like a buff, younger Tony Robbins, basically. He's like very... He's got a massive audience. His book on the day is like how to live the like one perfect day, right? You know, and he's just he's got a smoking got, got a smoking hot fiance, open relationship. Open, yeah, yeah, like that's their right. Uh, right. That's so, their whole. They got a yeah. whole thing going on over there. Yeah. yeah so yeah. We, uh, yeah. So I met Whitney, who's his fiance, and him at the same time, and you yeah. know, she she's obviously also in the fitness. So went down, and it was such a culture shock for you know you know I'm not a Stuff like I'm t- I was telling you off the air, like I went to like party at Temple Series. Like I'm gonna do some cool stuff. Oh yeah, I want to hear that. And, that too, uh, yeah, uh, we go down. And I remember we're getting it. We're in an Uber. I said to my dad, "These guys like it's a little out there." Right? <laughs> yeah, so be prepared. Hey, dad, this isn't uh, Cleveland. This right. is University like, oh, no, Heights, Ohio. Fine. I'm ready. And like <laughs> these guys are openly talking about like ayahuasca. Oh yeah, this yeah. that like like they're just you know that's and, their whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go down, Kyle. Kingsbury's just this monolithic, like he's probably like six six, cut out of Marvel, former UFC guy. He's their head of like human optimization and product development. So I mm-hmm. meet with him, Aubrey, you know, and it's it's basically what you imagine. You walk in, like Aubrey's got this unbelievable office. He's got like you know, literally like a Tony Robbins style rebounding uh, trampoline. Oh really? And he's yeah. jumping yeah, on, yeah, like, yeah. like doing like, all that crazy. Yeah, uh, like yeah. he's. When you talk about like holistic wellness, this is these guys live and breathe this, right? Like Kyle walks around, and he doesn't have shoes on, like he's just one, you know, connected to earth type stuff. And uh, <laughs> we <funny>. just, <laughs> you know, sat down. He has like this ridiculous podcast setup in his office, and you know, we're sitting, and um, so we're working on some cool stuff. Like we're uh, working on some testing options with them. He does like a mastermind. Mm-hmm. a couple times a year mm-hmm. so we're in his mastermind and uh um will so, there be like a collaboration between biome and on it yeah well that's wise? that's in the in the works okay. uh, we talked about that under with kyle so i guess i can talk about that but yeah so we're we're working on like a test for them and some different cool stuff and it's awesome man. it's it's Great sort of bringing to be with. yeah so yeah i, I it, you talk about like a platform so i was on his podcast kyle's podcast and i couldn't believe how big that was Really? The feedback, yeah, it was pretty incredible. Huh? Um, Do you know what kind of downloads he's getting, or you I, didn't I, go? You didn't go there. I, I don't. You didn't ask. Okay. But yeah. My what I was told is that, like in sort of fitness world, he's got one of the bigger, bigger ones. ones. Well, you know, he's tied in with on it. I mean, that's that's it. That's really it. Right. Right. 
So, um, so, so you go, they, they have like a separate, so, so there's the office, you know, they probably, I don't know, have 80, hundred employees. It's pretty big. And so Aubrey, they're all young millennial fitness type people. Or? It's a mix. Like Is you it? have that, but then you have the guys that like, they're working the associates. Your corporate guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hammering away. But everybody yeah. like is is in, you know, kind of the lifestyle, right? Like sure. Fitness. Austin's and, got that thing to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Never yeah. been, but I've heard about it. It's it's a really cool city. Okay. Yeah. So um, so the funniest part is that he had said, "Bring your workout clothes." Right. Like, well, you know, the schedule is like we'll meet from this time to this time, four to six, we'll work out, and six, you know, we'll get some more business stuff. Okay. So, um, so. This is pretty cool because Aubrey's like w- walking us through like a personal workout with him, right? uh-huh, which you sure. know people like literally spent thousands to go hang out with these guys. Like so, so we're going to meet my dad and like one of the guys from our private equity firm, and uh, in like fifteen minutes, I am laying flat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've seen the videos. I've seen with those guys. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. like and I am like, and it's it's like May in Austin, so it is hot. Oh, shit, yeah, right. So like. I'm laying there and Aubrey works on one knee. I'm thinking, this fucking guy's like this, like, cool, like, and he's like, on one knee, like, are you okay? Yeah. My dad, who just turned 60, it's like, are you okay? <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm like, I just need a minute. I'm cool. And I'm like, That's thinking, everybody will deal with, like, a chunky guy needing a break. No one will deal with you if you shit your pants. <laughs> right? So I'm like, just hold it together. There you they go. They come back, they go to, like, the on it, you know, cafe to get smoothies. They come back, they're, like, looking over me with, like, strawberry smoothie. You doing good? You need, like, They're carrying the slices. kettlebells around. Aubrey's you like, the... give me orange slices. I'm like, where's this guy doing orange slices around? You know, so, so funny. They're just, they're just cool. So that's a whole full, full, like full service setup there. Oh, it's dude, everything. they have, they have like a jujitsu. They've got area. massage. They've got... Yeah, they have guys who were working out for the combine. Yeah, sports uh, therapy, yeah. all that kind of stuff. That's incredible. It looks like a cool place. I see their social media. They do a great job. Oh, they do a really they great job. Masters. They have done a great job. Uh, so take us to, from that, take us to Bilzerian. What's all that about? So uh, Dan Bilzerian is, if you look at me as like your square uncle in Cleveland, and then there's Dan Bilzerian, who's like the <laughs> king of Instagram. Like he has 25 million followers on Instagram. I have 380, right. which I'm really pumped about. And I talk about the microbiome. And you actually have a family and uh, right, like a, a real job and, life, and a real career. Right? Yeah. So I end up, through a buddy, I, I was going to be in LA, and Dan throws these like epic parties. And if you look up his house online, I don't know if you've seen it, but yeah. it's like it's got to be a hundred thousand square feet. It looks like a Seriously? hotel, dude. If you got it in front of you, like it, it, it literally looks like a hotel, really. And um, so show up, you you know, take an Uber to UCLA where there's you get in line and there's literally about 50 party buses lined up and probably a thousand uh that's it that's the house god yeah, damn yeah. yeah yeah google dan bilzerian house los angeles yeah, and yeah see yeah. what we're looking at wow so again your square uncle is in line Thirty thousand square feet yeah 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 so your square uncle's in line with like tmc reporters <laughs> and uh, everybody else is, a, you know, 25 or under, like, dressed in the nice, Oh, right? sure, you saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So get on the party bus, go up to Bel Air, uh, and the first thing you notice is, you know, you pull up and it's like this epic, again, like, modern, it looks like a, like a boutique hotel, right? And the car park area can, like, house, like, 70 cars. And the first thing you notice is, like, 20 guys with machine guns. Like, security and so and are these like his just friends or are these professionals no 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 no. this is like these are like SWAT type guys yeah like they look like all former special yeah yeah yeah. so so we're going and it's the launch of his um ignite cannabis brand and Mm. so you know we heard is anytime he posts um it all sells out right because he's just got this unbelievable audience right so It was it was so funny because just to show you like again like you square cool. so like there's this dude walking around with like you know looking like a marshmallow I'm like what is going on with this guy it's like that DJ marshmallows there like 
guy's like ripped really? off. Oh yeah, like with the hat, the whole gear on. He's oh yeah, walking he around with the marshmallow hat on. Yeah, yeah. So he did a concert. <laughs> that's Dan's great, house, man. Like, um, that's great. Did you it, hang out with Bill Zerian at I all? I got to. You... So so I write for Forbes as a contributor, right? right? Mm-hmm. So I actually got to interview for uh, Forbes. So what was wild is top level of the house is like a pool and like a pool house. So like, you know, you go into one area to interview a super nice guy. And, uh, it's just surreal. Cause you're this dude, That's you're wild, seeing, you know, and like he, he's shooting like bazookas on Instagram. Oh yeah. You know, like he's just, just, you know, just living like this. I stopped following him just cause I would get frustrated every time I, I watch this. Epic you know, lifestyle. I, right? Epic. Yeah, yeah, epic. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. the strangest thing though, was that there are all these, so he obviously has photographers and videographers and all this stuff. So there's there's uh, drones over the party, and I'm, and I say, oh, it's, you know, I say to someone, oh, it's a bit much, you know, doing drones to video your own party, and they're like, no, 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 that's paparazzi sending drones over the party. <laughs> there's Square Uncle again. Yeah, he square, yeah exactly. He had yeah. Square <laughs> Uncle just checking out. Like I, I, I said to my wife because uh-huh. she's like, just be careful, right? <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like being an anthropologist, like see, like. It was like being at a circus, I'm sure. And you're just sitting back watching the show. Yeah, just taking it in. And, yeah. like, everybody was super cool. Like, cool experience. It was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, it was just a cool experience. Yeah. Music, like, entertainment, drinks, the whole thing. The oh, whole thing. Yeah. like, yeah. It, 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 again. That's awesome. It, it, it was one well, you of you got to link up with those guys, man. You, you know, take the on thing and link up with Bill Zeria. Who, yeah. who knows what's next for bio? Right. You never know, man. Right. Uh, that's that's really yeah. awesome. Um so check them out. Biome.com is the website. Biome Health. Biome Health. And we'll link everything up on, awesome. in the uh, episode notes. Uh, before we finish off, is it in your opinion everyone should take probiotics regardless? I think probiotics are, you know, like a multivitamin. You do? Yeah. So if you're dealing with like, you know, occasional digestive issues, something – here's the way to put it. If you're dealing with like serious digestive issues, you should talk to your doctor, right, like and figure out what's going on. Sure. Deal with any occasional things. Yeah, probiotics great. But for everybody, like from kids to adults, like everybody can use a daily probiotic. And one more time, what separates you guys from many of the other competition is? We balance both bacteria and the fungi in the gut, and we also do testing and probiotics. Beautiful stuff, man. Hey, uh, I'll be continuing to follow you and uh, watching you guys continue to grow. Um, So glad we were able to do this. Thank thank you so much for coming, and we'll stay in touch. All right, take care. Thanks.